Welcome to C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time. You know what Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Brett Allen here. Thanks, everybody, for watching, listening. Today, we are chatting with Hector, uh, Hunter Emery. So many great projects in your catalog. I was just going through everything. You've been a part of some pretty great projects. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. It's it's a pleasure to meet you and hang out today. Thank you so much. And thanks for letting Cece join us today. You know, this is some real life stuff. Yeah, it doesn't get any more real. Too, and nobody's career is more important than any others. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to overlap a little bit. That's okay. But thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's yes, absolutely. Well, let's dive right in here about this. When did this become interesting to you as an actor and as a storyteller? Like what point did you know that this was something that you that you wanted to do and be a part of? I got into acting on a dare in high school and um, a good buddy of mine named Scott, who was a, I think a senior when I was a sophomore, um, me and him were buddies and he dared me to audition for a play that they were doing. Um, you know, I was a, kind of a jock at the time. I wrestled and played baseball and, um, and they were doing a, a stage production of Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Interesting. Where, <laughs> yeah. I think it was like, 60 scenes or something like that it was pretty crazy like almost a three-hour play it was ridiculous but uh he was playing will i auditioned i ended up uh getting chucky with ben affleck's part and uh about a week into rehearsals i went and told my wrestling coach my baseball coach that i wasn't going to be playing that season and that then i just spent the next three years just living in the drama department at school and um yeah so pretty early on i kind of knew that this was something I was completely in love with and whether or not I could make a career out of it, I wasn't really sure. But uh, when I got to college, uh, I went to an acting conservatory here okay. in New York city and um, it became pretty clear, like early on that I was like, Oh, I think I might be able to do this as a career. Um, 
it's been challenging, but, uh, you know, I, I really fell in love early and too far in now to quit. <laughs> I know. I know. I was going to say, like, at this point, like you're in, you've done yeah. the thing. That's interesting. A stage version of Goodwill Hunting. Some Someone decided, Crazy. hey, let's let's take a block of scenes from this film and do a stage. I bet I bet it was fascinating, though. I mean, that has to be challenging, too just as an actor to take something that is so popular and well-known and, and convert it into something else. Yeah, it was a quite the undertaking. I don't know if I would recommend it for any uh, uh, high school production, but it was really <laughs> I fun. Know. And um, we also had teachers that would come and do our plays as well. Okay. So uh, it was just a really fun dynamic to be doing, you know, scenes with your history teacher. And then like, you know, you'd be in history class that day and then you'd go after school and you'd have rehearsal and you're doing rehearsals for Goodwill Hunting with with Mr. Miller. It was it was pretty wild. <laughs> that is very cool. I love that. I think that's very interesting. I did high school theater and drama myself. And usually it was like the trope shows that we did, like Anything Goes or The Music Man. Yeah. But to take on Goodwill Hunting, I think that's pretty cool. Honestly, uh, it, was, maybe- it was cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. And to play such an iconic character, very, very interesting. I, I, I was doing research about your career. You've, you, again, you've done so many different things, but was there one project in particular? Obviously, Orange is the New Black was huge. Hightown has been huge. But are there moments in your career that you can look at and go, okay, this definitely solidified, you know, for you, what you were meant to be doing? Obviously, high school, you got bit by the bug, but talking yeah, about these you know, bigger projects where you're like, okay, this is big. I mean, orange was a masterclass in how to be a professional. I mean, okay. I, you know, I, was, I was thinking about it today. I mean, there must've been, you know, hundreds of years of television experience between that cast and even like, like a thousand years of, of theater experience. Yeah. Like it's, it was such an intense place to, to learn how to be a pro. Cause that was my first recurring. That was kind of my first yeah. real thing. And, um, you know, it was something I was supposed to do like three episodes. Okay. And then I ended up doing like 30, I think something like that. And, um, it was constantly just like looking around and going like, okay, I don't want to get in anybody's way, but I got to learn as much as I can. And, um, you know, it took a, a really, probably like two seasons before I felt like I had something of value and that I was like bringing something to the table. I think my first season there, um, I, I got really close to Brad William Hinkey who, who just passed. So yeah. Sadly. Brad, he's an amazing, amazing man. But I remember um, my first day on set, we were doing a, a scene in the vestibule and he was talking to red through this, this glass window and there's a part where he turns around to say something to me. And I remember we did it a couple of times and he was talking to the, the camera guy about, about the eyeline. I was so confused. I had no idea what was going on. Sorry, puppy upstairs barking now too. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> and um, he turned around to me and it was like, do you mind closing your eyes? Because if your eyes are open, I'm going to look at you. And I just want to be right on my eyeline. And I remember thinking like, this guy knows what he's doing. And I'm just going to attach myself to him. And I did. I just, I asked him questions. I, he gave me his number. I called him all the time. And he was just such a instrumental part of me gaining confidence as an actor, being on such an intense show. 
you know, that was at the time one of the biggest shows. Yeah, it was know, huge. And the original programming, TV. yeah, for Netflix really getting in on the game. I think House of Cards was before that. And yeah, then your House show. House of Cards and then Orange. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to your former co star, Catherine Curtin, recently about that show in particular and just how interesting it was for everybody in that moment because it was so special and so unique. Again, when you're looking at a character, are there certain things that are important for you that are maybe a checklist where you go, okay, this is something that is important to me and is almost like a non-negotiable as far as what you look for uh, when you're choosing a project or maybe when a project's presented to you specifically? You know, I'm much better at sniffing out what I do. You know what I mean? And so there's sometimes I'll get auditions and I go like, this isn't really what I do. It's not really my A game. So how can I bring what I do to this character? And so I think in TV more than any other medium, it asks you to bring yourself, who you are to the character more than anything else. Okay. And I think I take a lot of opportunities to insert what I do into characters where it might not be there. And sometimes that works out, you get the job. And sometimes it's not somebody's flavor, but they're going to remember you for something else. You know, when I'm auditioning for something, I don't really think like all the time I'm auditioning for this job. Sometimes an audition will come in. I'll go, this isn't me, but I'm going to show them what I do. So when something does come down the pipe, they know who to call. Wow, that's very cool. So I, I love the fact that you you're confident in your craft, which I think is what makes you and other people successful. Because if you're not confident and you're always second guessing yourself, that, that could happens. be a it, uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I mean your your job is just so different, I think, than what most people are familiar with anyway. So I can imagine there there comes a place where you just have to close your eyes and jump off the cliff and go, okay, I'm giving it my all. But you also have to know what you're there to do. You know, if you're guesting on a show, that's a certain role. My job is to help the regulars look good and try and move the story along. You know I mean? It's not the Hunter Emery show. So you kind of have to know when to pick your spots. When I'm recurring on something, you kind of get, once you're established, you kind of get to be like, all right, I have some more ideas here. You know what I mean? Um, Hightown is one of those shows where they have given me such a long leash to do oh, wow. kind of whatever I want. Which It's a dream. It's kind of scary sometimes because I will <laughs> hang myself with the leash. But um, it's been one of those shows where I go like, I have an idea. I don't know if it's going to work, but can I try it? And they're like, they have enough faith in, in, in me and, and really everyone you know, they're a really smart show where they cast it well, they write well, and they say, like, let's trust the people that we hired. And so they give me a lot of rope to kind of bring whatever I want to it. And it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a great show. And you do fantastic on that. I, I imagine when you're working with just all of you are such or are high caliber, like you just you go, OK, this is what I'm here for. But one last question here. I, I'm very curious, like a lot of times. There's always a person or something, some sort of advice that people get that sustains them throughout the trajectory of their career. Has there ever been one thing in particular that has stood out to you that 
has kept you going in this world that's so markedly different than what most people are used to? Well, you know, I think somebody gave me some good advice. Uh, Elizabeth Rodriguez on Orange gave me some really good advice that I think I think it kind of applies more than just this industry. It's pretty walking life. It's just that this is this is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, and like you don't need to live and die by every job, and you know because. I just finished a show a couple of weeks ago and my first thought is like, Oh, well, I'm never going to work again. And it's like, yeah. it's not true. It's, it's, it's a long game. And when you're in it like me and you don't really have a backup plan and you know, you're raising kids and you've been able to buy a house, like how it's crazy. Like yeah. you still look at other people's careers and you go, I wish I had it. wish, I wish, wish. And then I got to pause and look around and be like, Oh, this is actually pretty amazing. If somebody would have told me this 10 years ago, I would have taken it. Yeah. But um, you know, I think that this is something that it comes as it comes and it's way more about the, the journey than you know, the destination. Yeah. I love it because if you look at it the other way, it could become daunting. I mean, it might still maybe too, you know, like if you go into this for fame and for money, you, I would imagine you would probably burn out quite quickly because the percentage of people who make it and then even less than that is, is it's crazy, but you've had a very great career yeah. and I've always enjoyed watching you. And I mean, everything that you've been a part of Hightown so what's next? Are you ready for the holidays? Are you ready to take a little bit of a break and, and just be dad for a while and kind of yeah. chill and relax? Yeah. You know, um, I've never been like a super holidays guys, but now I got two kids. So that's kind of like brought the fun back and you know, yeah. getting to do the, all the Santa stuff. And yeah, so I'm really excited to kind of get going with that. I have a five-year-old as well. And, okay. And um, yeah, just I just wrapped a, a show, a new show for Amazon uh, called Shelter. Okay. Um, that's going to be really cool. I don't know how much I can talk about it. But that's all right. Well, we books. don't want to so get you in any trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I appreciate your time, Hunter. It's been a pleasure meeting you and chatting with you. And and uh, I'm excited to see what's next for you. I really do appreciate it. Hey, thank you. And, and thanks for putting up with the real life distractions. Absolutely. This is how it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you! If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A mega proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>